1: Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Good morning, I'm Jimmy Rosari. Georgia remains at the top of the AP Top 25 poll. Bulldogs captured all but one first place vote. Ohio State and Michigan flip-flopped the second and third spots after the Buckeyes shut down Minnesota and the Wolverines hung on to beat Maryland. Washington is now number four after Florida State drops a spot to number five. Notre Dame is up three spots to number 17 after their shutdown of Wake Forest 45-7 on Saturday. The next set of college football playoff rankings comes out tomorrow night. By the way, you can hear Marcus Freeman's Monday press conference coming up at noon today right here in your home for Fighting Irish Football, Sports Radio 960 WSBT. NBC and Notre Dame are extending their broadcast rights partnership through 2029. They both announced Saturday. Financial terms of the deal were not immediately disclosed, but some reports have Notre Dame getting $50 million annually from NBC in the deal. Notre Dame's current deal with NBC, scheduled to run through the 25 season, is believed to bring in about $25 million per year for the school. NBC has broadcast Notre Dame football since 1991 and holds the rights to all Irish home games. September's Ohio State-Notre Dame game was the highest rated Notre Dame broadcast on NBC behind the 1993 Game of the Century against Florida State. Notre Dame is the fourth most watched college football program this year behind Colorado, Alabama, and Ohio State. On big noon kickoff on Saturday, college football reporter Bruce Feldman said the suspensions might not even be close to done for Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh is already serving a three-game suspension that was handed down by the Big Ten, but the NCAA investigation into sign-stealing allegations is still ongoing. According to his sources, Feldman says it would not be surprising to see Harbaugh suspended through the bulk of the 2024 season. Syracuse has fired football coach Dino Babers with one game remaining this season. Babers has spent eight seasons with the Orange and amassed a forty-one and fifty-five record. Syracuse has gone five and six this season, one and six in conference play. The Orange lost 31-22 to Georgia Tech on Saturday and need one more win to become bowl eligible. They face Wake Forest next weekend. Meantime, Arkansas is sticking with Sam Pittman despite a four-and-seven season. Pittman took over the program in 2020 and is twenty-three and twenty-four during that time. Back is Montgomery
0: to the right of golf. Takes, gives to Montgomery, plunges into the middle of the end zone, standing up, and a triumphant spike of the football, surrounded by his Honolulu Blue teammates and the Lions have a one-point lead with 29 seconds to go.
1: Audio from the Chicago Bears radio network. Chicago let a 12-point lead with three minutes left slip away as the Lions came back to beat the Bears 31-26. Former Bears running back David Montgomery punching in the winning score for Detroit with 29 seconds left. The NFC North leading Lions overcame four turnovers, including a season high three interceptions by quarterback Jared Goff. The Bears' Justin Fields threw for 169 yards and a touchdown and ran for another 104 yards in his first game back in a month after a right Thumb injury. The Lions host Green Bay on Thanksgiving while the Bears play at Minnesota next Monday night. Here's the snap. Wilson back to pass. Wilson under pressure. Steps up. Throws back in the end zone. It is caught. Touchdown, Denver! Touchdown, Denver! Cortland Sutton, a leaping grab in the back of the end zone and the Broncos have taken the lead! Audio from Westwood One heard here last night on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Cortland Sutton's leaping 15-yard touchdown catch with a minute three remaining was the difference for Denver as they beat Minnesota 21-20. to Week 11 in the NFL concludes tonight with a Super Bowl rematch, as well as a possible preview as Kansas City hosts Philadelphia. covered starts after Caveman Corner tonight on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Barstool Sports President Dave Portnoy has threatened a class action lawsuit against the Cincinnati Bengals. Portnoy made the announcement on X, saying he would have never laid over $100,000 on the Bengals to cover the four-point spread against Baltimore had he known quarterback Joe Burrow had an injured wrist going into the game. Currently, the NFL is investigating the Bengals organization to find out why Burrow's injury wasn't disclosed on the team's injury report before the game started. Coach Zach Taylor said that Burrow injured his wrist early in the game, so there was no need for the injury designation. But prior to the game, a video shows Burrow getting off the team bus wearing what appears to be a brace on the same wrist that was injured, leading to understandable questions about what, if anything, was being kept under wraps by the team. Right-hander Aaron Nola and the Philadelphia Phillies agreed to a seven-year contract on Sunday. The club didn't announce the deal's value, but sources told ESPN it's worth $172 million. The 30-year-old Nola has spent all 10 years of his career with the Phillies, who took him with the seventh pick in the 2014 draft. In his career, Nola is 90 and 71 with a 372 ERA. Over 1,422 innings, he struck out 1,582, walked 371, and allowed 169 home runs. The overall number 2 Fighting men's soccer team turned in a complete performance, posting a 2-0 win over Kentucky to advance the NCAA championship round of 16. Notre Dame will play Western Michigan on either Saturday or Sunday at Alumni Stadium with a start time to be announced. The winner will advance the NCAA quarterfinals. Paulo Banchero scored 24 points as the visiting Orlando Magic routed the Indiana Pacers 128-116 to on Sunday. Magic led by as much as 40 in the second half before the Pacers rallied in the final minutes. The Toronto Raptors handed the Detroit Pistons their 11th straight loss winning 142 to 113 in college hoops number 5 Yukon pulled away in the second half for a 77-57 victory over Indiana on Sunday in the Empire Classic in the NHL Buffalo beat Chicago 3 to 2 Neck guards are a major point of discussion in the world of hockey right now after a player was killed during a game in England last month. Since then, the Irish Youth Hockey League has made them mandatory starting January 1st. These neck guards will be mandatory during practices and games for all divisions. Irish Youth Hockey League president Anne Clifford says this decision is a no-brainer. Mostly cloudy skies today. Sprinkle possible during the day with a high of 47, but the best chance of rain starts overnight tonight. A meteorologist Carrie Pujol.